four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee Town Podcast. On the other side of the screen, that's Justin. I'm Captions. I'm the main host of the Coffee Town Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about Floyd, Pretty Boy, Money Mayweather versus the star sensation of the YouTuber, the Disney star. I think he was a Disney star. No. Logan Paul. Well, so Jake was a Disney yeah, star, but Jake, Jake was the one on the Bizarre Fark. I'm so sad that you know that. I have a <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I I, I agree. <laughs> but um, so yeah, this is this is crazy. We're gonna cover this and everything like that. I am a big fight fan. I followed Floyd Mayweather's career to at nauseum. And uh, do you know Logan Paul at all, Justin? Yeah, I know a little bit about him. Um, I really haven't seen much of his uh, YouTube stuff, honestly, until recently, whenever we are getting closer to fight day. So the only big thing that I know about him is that incident that happened in Tokyo, where okay. he made that video making fun of the Suicide Force and all this other shit, and he got all that backlash. All right, cool. So let's just jump into it then. How about that? Uh, we got three points on the rundown here. First point is, Justin... Why, to your knowledge, is Floyd Money Mayweather fighting a YouTuber? So What's going on? The main, so the main reason that he's kind of said in interviews is the fact that since he's not in his prime anymore, he kind of still wants to be active in the fighting world and, of course, making fast cash. Like In his mind, this is just a legalized robbery, according to his own words. So it's really just a way to get fast cash, Get his name out there still to being a relevant thing and selling seats. Like, that's what his game is, is he's an entertainer. He's there to make money by any means. And by taking these throwaway fights, it's pretty easy money for him. Well, it's not a fight. It's a, uh, what is it? Um, exhibition. Exhibition. It is not yes. a fight. It's an exhibition. But yes. uh, let's let's go back to the, the why here. Floyd mm -hmm. has been retired. But he, in a famous, uh, I guess this is going to be a famous quote, because I really enjoyed this quote, in the Showtime interview with uh, Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell, mm -hmm. he stated, I retired from boxing. I didn't retire from making money and being entertaining. So yeah. he's still making money. He's still being entertaining and everything like that. But the origin of this, kind of, it actually came out of that interview as well. So you mm -hmm. referenced the Jake Paul in Tokyo. I didn't know it was Tokyo, Japan. Were the suicide force and everything like that. Yes. So Floyd touched on that a little bit of how this all happened. So this mm -hmm. this whole fight has been actually in the making for around eighteen to twenty eighteen to twenty months in his eyes with uh, different managements talking about it. Mm -hmm. But Floyd is a good friend of Tenson Natsukawa, which is a Ryzen promoter in Tokyo, Japan, and Tenson. Uh, reached out to Paul when that video went viral of him getting that backlash and saying it was extremely disrespectful to the culture. You know, mm -hmm. Jake, uh, Jake, God, Logan, I always get him mixed up. <laughs> Being, um, you know, the 20-year-old that he is, he said some disrespectful com comments in Twitter. So mm -hmm. Tenson reached out to Floyd, said, you need to, you need to shut this guy up. You're my friend. You're my fighter. And then it started to build uh, with that. And now we have a Sunday fight card. What this um, goes down June six, right? Yes, June six at five p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, you know, touching on that a little bit because I also watched that show. Something like 
he even says like he doesn't really know who Logan Paul is. Like he knows he's a YouTuber. He saw his following that he does have, so he knows he is an influencer with a good following. But as far as like his videos or like his persona, he knows nothing about either Logan nor Jake. And when asked, you know, they were asking, you know, is your daughter a fan or does she know of him? And he's like, I don't even know. I know she's into the YouTube game, so she probably has heard his name in passing, but I've never been told anything like, oh, yes, I'm a fan of his or I've watched his videos, anything like that. So these are nobodies to Floyd's world, essentially. Yeah, like Floyd operates in a different um, orbit <laughs> in, in a sense of how much money this man, this man has made and like yeah, the exactly. billionaires club that he's around. And just to be um, to be straight candid with you, him even entertaining this fight is just, you know what? It's on brand in a sense because every yeah. fight, if we talk, if we like really dissect Floyd's career, the timing is everything with this man. He waited till Pacquiao got a little older, a little slower, and that the drug testing regulation in boxing got a little more strenuous, then fought him. Floyd will never make a move. Unless he has full control of it, yeah, and he exactly. has full control of this, um, this uh, what? It's not a fight. It's a uh, what is it again? Exhibition. Oh, oh, what is it? Exhibition. Exhibition. Yes. And he's just gonna go make a cool, you know, wh whatever they're saying. He's probably gonna make, you know, a, a rounds of fifteen to twenty million dollars. He's probably yeah. gonna promotionally say that he made more money in this fight than anything. He's probably gonna say I made eighty million or sixty million. Mm -hmm. He's gonna realistically make around. I, I would cap out around ten million dollars for this, this uh, this little uh, little sparring match that they're gonna have. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's the why Floyd's bored and just wants to make make some money. Let's get into the second point here on the rundown. Justin, does Logan have a chance? In so your here's, mind, so here's the thing about Logan Paul. He's an athletic person. Like I'll give him that. You know, he um, was ranked number five at a uh, state for wrestling. So he has athletic ability. He got fifth place, I think it was, right? Yes. Yeah, something along the lines of that. So and he has state, athletic Ohio system. State. Yeah, at Ohio State, which is a powerhouse for wrestlers. It's not but, a college program, though. No, it's a high school program. That's yeah. very, very important to understand yeah. here. But the thing is, like, he takes boxing very seriously. And I've seen, like, his trainings that the fight camps are allowing to, you know, be released to public, everything like that. And he has good technique, but... I think the thing that's going to help him is the fact that, one, he is a younger opponent, one of the youngest ones that I think has faced uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he has the reach advantage as well, and just the overall pound difference. He's stacked right now. He's supposed to be capped at 190. Yeah. And so that is going to be the benefit. I think the fight camp really has to focus on, you know, getting – Logan in very close and kind of bullying uh, Floyd Mayweather a bit in those clinches especially, especially since he has that experience with clinch work and everything like that. It's going to work in his favor once it gets into the clinches if he knows how to use his body correctly. And again, you know, the pound for pound, the reach advantage, all that stuff takes into account. And the wonderful thing that comes with fighting is – you could be as precise as you possibly can. You can have every plan available. But all it takes is that one good hit, and it's done. Yeah. Hey, there's this famous quote by uh, one of the greatest ever in MMA, George St. Pierre. He says it doesn't matter who my opponent is. 
what their preparation, as soon as that cage locks, it is 50-50. And it is, it's on me to control the odds. But at a start, man one, man two, woman one, woman two, red versus blue, it's 50-50 going in. Doesn't matter what the odds say and everything like that. But fuck that, dude. Logan has no chance in my point. <laughs> so, so like, let's talk about it. Okay. You've rolled with, with... All right, the listeners, I want you to focus on a sport here that you participated in or an activity. Maybe it was throwing darts or going bowling with a friend, playing basketball uh, after school or in school. When you meet someone that is of that ilk of elite... What usually happens if you're just a casual or, or you've been doing it for, let's say, two to three years casually or semi-serious? They expose every little centimeter that you give them. They will take that little opening that you give them and stretch it and make a crater out of it. And Floyd is a master at this. It doesn't matter that he's been, quote-unquote, retired and been taking it easy. There's, a, there's this thing what happens to athletes, and we see it all the time. We have great athletes that go in. They have the time of their life. They're on the pinnacle of um, athletic being and being like just a specimen to look at. Then they retire. They lose motivation. They get fat. They, they get into drugs. This is mostly in, common in like contact sports, football, hockey, MMA, boxing, pancreation, Muay Thai, because like, they don't have that. There's no reason. They were working out because it was their job and training. Now that they don't have a job, they're retired. I'm just going to get fat and enjoy. Floyd has been different. It is famously known that this man has no vice except for the gym. He goes out and spends hundreds of thousands of dollars at um, clubs and stripper, uh, st uh, stripper, strip clubs and everything in Vegas, but he never takes a sip, sip of alcohol. Like, he has no vice. His only vice is the gym. He's always been in the gym. And a quote that came from a hot, bo hot, pot, hot box podcast by Mike Tyson. He's like, Floyd makes me, this is his direct quote, fucking sick. Because he's in that gym. <laughs> when you retire, you don't do that. He's always in that gym. And that's what, that's what Mike... Iron Mike Tyson said, so he knows, and he he directly told Logan Paul on uh, what is it, um, imp impulsive. Yeah, he's like, you gonna get your ass kicked, <laughs> you know? He's like, he's gonna murder you. So, yeah. does Logan have a chance? The correct answer is yes. But when you're when you're fooling around with the best of the best, and you can be practicing your heart out here, you're gonna have these holes that you didn't even know. You're going to mm -hmm. step, and it's going to be normal to you. And that one step off your lead foot, you're putting too much weight on it, and you're shifting your helps a little bit. Floyd is going to see 9 to 10, maybe even 13 openings where he can expose. Now, you did see the heavy bat work. Tell me about that. Yeah, so again, you know, looking at the uh, final trainings, essentially, for both Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. So I'm looking at Logan Paul. Again, technique is pretty good, like, especially for, you know, He's been in the sport for a couple of years now, I must, I believe, uh, since uh, before even he fought KSI in his very first match. He was so training, uh, if you didn't know, he was training six months of just working out in uh, yeah. kickboxing before he fought KSI. Yes. 
So, you know, again, technique really good. Uh, there are some flaws that I even saw, so if I can see that, I know fucking Floyd Mayweather can see that shit. But anyway, you see the difference in just power yes. on a heavy bag when Floyd Mayweather isn't even trying to make heavy contact. Like, he's just hitting it so precise, you could hear the echo in that gym. And also with the mitt work, like, again, Logan Paul... Very good technique. You know, he's hitting all the things. I can't do that because I'm not in that sport. But then you compare it to Floyd Mayweather where it's just so precise. Not not a second is wasted in his training. And he did – Floyd Mayweather did say that he's really not taking it as serious like he would his usual fights, you know, against Pacquiao, yeah. against uh, all those people. Like, you know, he's in, in there every day working for those people before – Logan Paul, it's like, you know, yes, I'm going to work, but I already have this in the bag. And like you said earlier, he's going to see those weaknesses within the maybe the first or even in the middle of the second. He's going to be like, I got it. Here's what he keeps doing. This is how I'm going to expose it. He keeps doing this. I'm going to counter this. He is a master of counterattacks. And I think the main issue that Logan Paul's camp has been bringing to him is the fact that they're only giving him a plan that's going to, in their minds, succeed. Like, hey, this is going to get you success. But they're not preparing him for if that plan fails. You need to have the exit route. You need to have the alternate plan. If I get caught in this, what do I do? Like, if my plan is to rush him, but he keeps pulling away or he gets close, what's my plan? They're not teaching him how to use his superior weight, his physique, his height to the advantage. And it showed in a, a vlog, uh, it was Ryan Garcia. Uh, he's an amateur fighter as well, and he was like... He's a pro fighter. Pro. Uh, is he pro? Okay, he's pro. Oh, yeah. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King so, Ryan's a pro boxer. <laughs> yeah, so pro, pro fighter. He's closing the distance, and Logan Paul asks, why would I ever let him get in here? And that just, in my mind, clicked like, dude, this fight camp has not been telling him shit's going to go wrong real quick. And he said, you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So hopefully that was enough time for him to kind of change his game plan a little bit. Instead of being on the offensive, learning how to be defensive, learning how to counter those counters and learn to fight smartly. Because I think that's the only thing that's going to save him is just fight smart. He's not going to outbox Mayweather by no. any means, but he could outsmart him. Well, let, let's hold it. Let's get into our third point here. Okay. Final predictions. So, um, let me let me go. I'll, I'll go first here, and then yep. we'll let you cap off. If you made it this far in the podcast, I uh, really we really appreciate you guys. We have a huge following on our listening platforms, but we would like to get a little bit more following on the YouTube uh, podcast. Right? We upload every week. What? Videos come out on Monday, correct? Yes. Video comes out on Monday, and we'll be doing a live. Well, I think I will do a live reaction. I don't know if Justin's going to be up to it because, you know, it's time difference. But I'll do a live reaction. Up, homie. Huh? What'd you say? I'm going to be up for this shit. All right. We're going to do a live reaction on Sunday to discuss the aftermath of the Floyd versus um, Logan Paul. I always want to call him Jake, dude. Because Jake is more, he's, he's made himself more relevant in the boxing yeah, well, for sure. Relevant for as a thing, but the shit talking and everything. All right, yeah. so my final predictions. So I, I'm going to give you two predictions. So 
uh, I know, like, I, I train uh, BJJ wrestled as well. When you wrestle someone or you're rolling against someone that doesn't know what they're doing and they're crazy athletic and they're kind of flingy and everything, it gets weird and awkward and shit can't happen. Like, usually I get hurt mostly. I don't get hurt with black belts or purple belts. I get hurt with white belts just, like, turning and twisting and being super awkward with their weight. That's when I get injured. And, but that's, but I will, as soon as I, you know, take it back and look, I can gain control after like, you know, a minute of, of wrestling and, and filling them out. I feel like that's going to happen. Logan has, like I said, 50-50 chance, correct answer, but he has like a 1% chance or a one in a million chance to knock or hurt Floyd in those first one, one to two minutes. And I believe these are three minute rounds. Is eight three minute rounds? Or, or, yes. Let's just say minutes. even if it's two minutes, he that is his only opening right there, because once Floyd gets a read on his footwork, his timing, his breath, like Floyd looks at how you breathe and everything. He's so precise and cerebral in in that in that ring. It, it's scary. So, I'm predicting a third round. TKO. It's not going to be a knockout. I don't think he's going to go ass over T Kettle and uh, knock out Floyd. That, uh, not not Floyd. Um, Logan, Logan that way. I feel like the ref is going to be like, dude, this guy is getting destroyed. And it's all going to be mostly from the body. It's mm -hmm. all going to be from the body. And I feel like it's going to be a third round TKO. Ref's going to stop it. Mostly body shots. That's what I see. I saw how he was winding down that heavy bag. He's he's like, because he's like, when you're practicing a power overhand or a hook or a check hook, that elbow peaks up a little bit. He was whipping that bitch straight to the body on that uh, heavy bag. I see that happening. What's your predictions, buddy? So my prediction is kind of on par with yours. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of like the McGregor fight where he's going to draw out every round and he's going to make Logan Paul work for it. And yes, body shots, body shots after body shots. He's going to just destroy this kid. And I don't think it's going to be a knockout. I think you are right. The ref is going to stop it. But if, if again, if Logan has a chance, it is smart for him to not gas himself out so early in the rounds. Because I feel like they're telling him, hey, like what you were saying, you need to be able to do it within the first couple of rounds before he reads you. And I think if he does that, it's going to lead into a lot of dangerous territory to where he's going to get gassed. He's going to be sloppier, and that's when Mayweather's just going to expose every chink in his armor. It's going to be bad, man. So, yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be interesting because I do see the potential in Logan Paul. I do see that he takes this sport, this sport very seriously. And... His growth from his very first fight to where he's at now is leaps and bounds. So, you know, I hope he could at least get one shot in just to kind of get that, okay, you know, like he landed something, something that was like, oh, okay, I got that respect for you. All right. Dude, I think Floyd will let him hit him. That's how he, that's how Floyd let <laughs> Connor hit him. But, like, yeah. okay, so just to close this out, um, I wanted to just bring light on this. Yesterday – something historic happened to LeBron James. He has never in his career lost in the first round playoffs. Never. And it happened yesterday to, against the Phoenix Suns. And he got destroyed and shut down. Look, man, 
2021 has been a weird year. Israel Adesanya loss. Conor McGregor got knocked out cold. We thought this man had a granite chin. Game bred Jorge Masvidal lost. Got knocked out. He's never been TKO'd. Hey, it's out there. It, it could happen. It could happen. If I'm looking at the constellations in the sky and I'm reading it, I'm like, oh shit, it might happen. But hey, until next time, this is the Coffee Time Cast signing off. We'll be here Sunday night, live reactions. Come back and watch us. Bye-bye.